listening to the radio Heard a song Reminding me of long ago my lesson perfect entrance to uh, the new year <laughs> look I could be here all day trying to perfect that tune all right all right the guy that wrote it is off the C should should be a G but you get the point it, it's any money it's any money tribute uh, to this new year I figure I'd combine the two um, and he he is he is Eddie is missed and um you know I, I meant to do this last year when a few weeks after it happened it, it was it's a tough thing to talk about because he was such a character such a unique person he never gave up um he believed in his country he you know he, he loved his family um he kept making music he kept rocking <laughs> the man kept rocking alright he's an unsung hero he might have gotten two blurbs somewhere on a website and that was it but I don't forget his fans don't forget the, the concerts I've been to um, over the last 20 years they have been phenomenal I mean I was there I was you know the Freedom Hill uh, Pine Knob um, is where I saw him first in concert years after his popularity I'll go back even further the first time I saw an Eddie Money uh, video was uh, in the morning on MTV when he used to play videos um, going to school getting ready for school uh, late 80s oh very late 80s I'd say 1990 89 so a lot of the videos were already a few years old but they were his videos were hilarious <laughs> first of all the man looks like such a character in his videos the way he, he sings um but uh, his songs were catchy i mean back in the day when they came out they were catchy tunes and they made you feel good they made you feel great um i really do i'm gonna really gonna miss his his unique energy his unique take on things um, let me bring the mic up a little bit closer to me so you can hear me a little bit better and um, yeah I just uh, I'll miss him 
and uh, it's weird. It's weird when I've, I've almost, I must have been, I've probably been to about, see, I saw my concert probably one, five, four or five times, I'd say. And, it, it, you know, his tickets, pardon the pun, his two tickets to his show, to his show, uh, were cheap. Okay? I mean, we always kind of joked about that, my friend and I, and, uh, you know, you can get them for five dollars at the most. You can get them for free at a certain point. They wanted to get butts and seats, but um, Eddie would go out there and still perform to the best of his ability, and um, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. The moves he did, he was very similar. He was very similar to Rod Stewart, just hamming it up with his terrible dance moves. Uh, I still emulate his hugging himself dance move to this day. <laughs> and uh yeah yeah he he just had some catchy tunes two tickets to paradise uh i can't go back as i tried to sing in the beginning of this um which i can do a lot better once i get the song down and uh yeah i mean give me some water because i shot a man at the mexican border um if i could walk on water I mean, he has a whole slew of hits. And, you know, when his popularity, you know, ended or waned or whatever, he kept going out there. He kept recording. Um, but, I mean, he always had to sing the hits. You know, he always had to. It was, it's like Bobby Darren or any other popular artist that has a good, huge smash album. You have to sing those hits all the time. Even Warren Zevon. Obviously, he had to sing Werewolves in London and drove him nuts. Uh, probably to the point where he had to kick, kick a fan in the head during a concert, <laughs> from what I've heard. Um, I didn't go to that concert, but I would have liked to. Pretty hilarious. Um, I'm really going to miss him. Uh, the energy he, he put on the, for himself on those shows. I didn't make his last show, and I'm angry. There was a miscommunication between my buddy and I about if he was going or not. And uh, by the time everything was said and done, I was already mostly home, and, and I couldn't turn around to go to the concert. It was a big pain in the neck. They started moving his concerts further out, uh, further up north to a, another venue that probably probably paid him better, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, but man, he was, um, you know, listening to him on the radio... Uh, during a tough time in my life, uh, high school years. You know, I had heard his songs previous to that, probably when I was growing up in grade school. It reminded me of better times. You know, when I, mid-90s is when I went to a high school that, you know, I, I transferred high schools and I was away from my friends. And it started all over again. And his music was so upbeat and positive and catchy, it elevated me and gave me some kind of hope Rod Stewart's music does the same. There's certain artists that do that. They have that kind of vibe where they just get you, they elevate you into a, a higher, a better mood. And, and Eddie, I'll always appreciate that for Eddie. I always will, man. And uh, his, his love for music and, um, you know, even if, if people thought, oh, you know, some of his fans heckled him, you know, not directly to his face, but, you know, 
some guys were there and like just to kind of make fun of them and just for something to do but it's like you know come on it, you know it's a man we all get old okay and he kept doing it and it's like like tom jones tom jones is very similar he kept he kept keep, keeps going out and doing it you know at his age and that's what you have to do in life you have to find something you love that you can do to old age and beyond <laughs> and beyond to infinity and beyond um no matter how much music changes and, and tastes change you keep performing keep bringing your best self out there what you were made to do keeps you on track keeps you in line keeps you with purpose um yeah man uh any money I, I you know i listen to any money and in and his songs even his b-side songs were just there's so much more fun than they are now i mean than a lot of music is now and i sometimes i just rather listen to that stuff than on the radio um, not to say there's not any good songs on the radio. There's a handful of bands, but you know, we don't live, I feel, in a huge musical renaissance right now. Maybe we're on the verge of one. I hope we're on the verge of one. But it's just music isn't, you know, it's not backed by MTV as much as it used to. MTV isn't as big a part of our lives as it used to be. I mean, YouTube is like the new MTV. And it's just, it's a different, it's a different thing. Uh, you have to seek out the videos. It's, you know, if you have the TV going, you know, there's something to that. Going, surfing the channels, you land on MTV or you land on VH1, and you let it play. And it's something visual. If you're doing something else, uh, getting dressed, making food, whatever, there it is. You have something visual you can watch once in a while that's interesting, and you can hear something while, you, while you're doing things. A lot of the times... The music from MTV and the videos were better than the, 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 I thought, for some of the artists, not all of them, the MTV version sounded better than a lot of the actual songs in the album. So I don't know what that is. I kind of wish they made MTV versions and put them on the album cause, just as they were. Because some, some songs can, can be overproduced uh, in the studio and just lose lose the essence of it. And... But Eddie's Eddie's always stayed pretty strong. I mean, he'll always have that amazing album. It just hit after hit, Walk on Water, Take Me Home Tonight, Two Tickets to Paradise. Um, but uh, and those are in the, the rock and roll pantheon. Um, but it was always neat to see him in person. Um, his band loved him. I could tell they loved playing the... the the riffs were easy. It was they were easy songs to play, um, and it, that was the beauty of them—the simplicity. Once in a while, you have the you'll have a guitar soloist go in there, and um, yeah, and do his thing. But man, I really, uh, I, I really loved the rhythms of the songs and how much he put into it. Um, the last show he did, he was skinny. He was, you know, I didn't make it there, but you know, my buddy Brian sent me footage, and it was tough to watch. Um, but he kept going through. He he finished the show, but you could tell it, it was messing him up. 
and uh, Brian uh, said, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna have to. I might have to go on stage and help the guy out because <laughs> I he was fearing that the guy would collapse. But uh, man, that's I was hoping he would come back for one more concert after he recovered, and." Uh, I think there was a brief moment of clarity where he kind of said, well, this is terrible. I wish this wasn't happening. And, uh, but I think that was it. That's all he could do. Um, God bless the man. Um, just, uh, you know, his, uh, I know his roots are kind of like, uh, oh gosh, trying to think what his roots are. Kind of like, um, I think he had some love for blues, but old school, you know, Beatles, um, Elvis, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, if you research him, he'll tell you, you know, plain as day is, is he know, a more detailed report of his, you know, what inspired him. But he used to be a cop. He was shot and he stopped doing that. But he, I think since he was a kid, because there's a photo of him as a kid, you know, playing with his band and everything and singing. So, yeah, he, he'd always been singing, even since he was young. I, part of me had always wished I had gotten my shit together to shoot a documentary of him because he's a unique person. He's kind of a silly person, hammy, you know. Um, but, man, I'll... Uh, I'll miss you, Eddie. I'll miss you. Uh, there's no, there's something is missing now. You know, every summer, uh, he would st he would kick off the Freedom Hill Festival. Like that's when all the the the, the big uh, bands would would play, start playing for the summer, and the tickets are pretty affordable, pretty cheap. And he would kick that whole thing off, and it, it became like a, tra a tradition for people to go and see him to kick off the summer concerts. And uh, we're not going to have that anymore. I don't know who's going to be the new guy to lead. They should get someone that's similar. You know, I, I would love it was if it was uh, someone of his ilk. Um, Rod Stewart's still too big of a, of, of a, of a guy, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to, I'd still love to see Rod Stewart eventually. Um, But, Man, it's um, it's sad. It he was something good. He was a good force of personality, a good source of fun, cheesy music. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll always think of him when I hear his songs. I mean, it, it, they're just so burned into our pop culture. And uh, I think he's underappreciated. I think he, he kind of always was. I mean, especially after things started fading. I mean, you watch some of his old videos. They're hilarious. But they're great. The music stands. Um, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll see if I can end the, the podcast on, on one more little song. Maybe not the whole song, but some of it. Uh, test my new mic out. <laughs> anyway, um... Yeah, I I also wanted to say, uh, you know, looking at the stats for the Ham Palace, you know, I got thir about 32 shows out 
last year. I think that's a record breaker, personally. And I think a lot of that has been due to me sticking to a schedule and doing, at the very least, one podcast a month. But two, I think I gradually did two a month, which is pretty decent. And three, if I'm having a good good momentum month and I, you know, not so busy with work and everything. Um, I, I want to, I want to go beyond 32 this year and investing in a, in a new microphone for the studio. I think it's going to help. I'm not going to do all of them on this new mic because I think it takes some setting up and sometimes I just want to be spur of the moment, um, with, with the more mobile device to record into. So, but once in a while, I'm going to do, I'll maybe make, make a once a month commitment at least to do a studio, this, be in the studio as opposed to on the road. I like some of my on, on the roads and I, I hope you can hear them okay. Um, I think you can because I always listen to these when I record them. But I also have a little bit more soundproofing I could put up temporarily. Um, like I said, I'll have to listen to see how this pans out. Let me know too. Uh, leave a comment. Um, you can go on the uh, Podbean website on the wall. I think you can leave a, po- uh, a comment on there. Let me know. Reach out. Um, you can always email me at uh, ScreamingEagles7 at gmail.com. That's one of my emails I uh, use for my entertainment company. Um, ScreamingEagles7 at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, hit me up. Let me know what you think of the show. Uh, I, you know, I got over a thousand downloads and, you know, I know, I know this time most of them weren't mine, <laughs> which is nice. You know, I know some of you guys maybe pick up on the show online on my Facebook page, short stories, and I got people listening from all, all over the place, all sorts of different countries. So, uh, I appreciate it and I'm going to, you know, uh, I'm going to get my Patreon page back up, but you know, I've, I've taken it easy with that. I'm, I kind of have to redo the Patreon page, but just listen for now, and I'll update you with that if you want to help me out with the the cost of operating this. helps a lot. Sometimes I've had this show shut down because I I couldn't afford the bill to keep it going, and that kind of sucks. So it's been really touch and go over the years with affording the the Podbean bill. Podbean bill. Which, uh, yeah, it doesn't take much to do a podcast, but it still costs you a certain amount each year. Um, but I keep doing it. I keep doing it. I like it. It's another way to get myself out there, to motivate myself, to kind of chronicle my life. Um, once in a while, I can have some guests on. Uh, you know, I, I want to kind of keep going with the, the guests I've had um, uh, with my writers group this year I think it's been very fun um, I'm trying to think what else let me talk about I'm going to go over a few things and then I'm probably going to wrap it up in about 10 minutes because you know that's how Hambo, Hambo rolls uh, <laughs> he likes to keep it kind of short um, short and downloadable wherever you are quick downloads um, the Golden Globes were last night, and I really got into that. I, you know, I missed the monologue, so I had to watch the monologue again on YouTube. Um, I really love that they got Gervais back. I really enjoyed that. Um, 
Yeah, man. Uh, what can I say? I mean, he took some stabs. <laughs> he took some stabs at, uh, you know, Leo DiCaprio. Leo. And uh, <laughs> uh, getting on Leo's age, although Leo apparently doesn't age. Um, and his choice of uh, age bracket for women, which I applaud. But, hey, you can do it. You can do it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah yeah talking about the political everyone's political statements he's like you know just, let's just keep this moving he's like go up there get the awards say thank you thank your god and, and keep it moving you know it's like come on what is this and uh, I thought that was great I thought that was great <laughs> and uh, yeah I forgot the Golden Globes run so but I ended up turn it on about close to a half hour into it um i was wondering what was happening with joker and the irishman the irishman didn't i don't think the irishman got anything and i was kind of like well that's kind of surprising and then but i'm glad joaquin phoenix got something too but no best director um the guy that did parasite apparently that's a pretty good movie i have to check it out he got one, which is cool, but man, it was tough. It was tough. Um, and Joaquin's speech, man, was like, I love Joaquin, but man, he's a, he's an odd guy. <laughs> he's an odd guy. It seemed like he was either drunk or on drugs, or maybe that's his natural state. But I've seen enough interviews with him. He seemed something was something was weird. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know what was happening in his head. But he was dropping some f bombs, and uh, Robert De Niro, you know, kind of frowny faced, <laughs> probably because he was Joaquin was dropping so many f bombs. But it was all in admiration of his his competitors, you know, which was great. But you know, I I just he <laughs> was in rare form. Also, I'm I'm a fan of Jonathan Price, and Price looked a little ticked, you know. And it's like, man, it's like, okay, just give him a little smile. I, I no, Jonathan Price is great. He's done a lot of awesome roles over the years. I loved him, and uh, 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 something wicked this way comes. Um, he's just he's awesome. He always plays great villains. He's he's just always good, and. Um, yeah, I was really... That was an interesting Golden Globes this year. That's for sure. That is for sure. Some of the dresses were ridiculous. But, uh, you know, I don't go to the Golden Globes or watch it to, to comment on the dresses. But uh, <laughs> still, there's some silly shit. Kate <laughs> uh, Blanchett kind of looked like a fan, you know. But anyway, it's Kate Blanchett. She's awesome. Um really enjoyed uh, watching that even though there were always a lot of commercials so most of the time I watch a lot of the highlights on YouTube but I don't know, I watch it live um, movies movies, I haven't seen anything I want to see the uncut gems I wanted to see Ford versus Ferrari, but just, it just didn't fit into the schedule over Christmas. I got way too busy. Um, if I wasn't so busy, I would have had some guests on here, uh, at least some celebrity guests. Um, so 
so I can't really comment. Nothing's really grabbed me. I, I guess Netflix uh, watched The Witcher, the first episode. Pretty good. Uh, a lot of exposition in the dialogue, so we'll have to see what happens with that. What I am digging is The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. I finally broke down. I got Disney+. Plus. And, uh, yeah, that Disney Plus is something. <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much. Um, very well done. Very, there's a lot of passion there. All every, Carl Weathers is great. Uh, Werner Herzog is amazing. It's just everyone's good in it. And the production is top-notch. It feels like little Star Wars movies you're watching. And it's so much better. It's so much better than going to the theater to see Rise of Skywalker. I know it. I know it. And that's a sad state of, state of affairs we have for Star Wars. Looking forward to the Obi-Wan show. I really am now. This is going to be a lot of fun if they, you know, stay true to what Star Wars is and supposed to be about. It should be good. It should be really good. Um, I, I had been thinking about Obi-Wan for quite a while. Um, and, like, what are they going to do? He was good. He was one of the best things about the prequels. And, um, yeah, I'm glad they're, they're bringing... Obi-Wan back, the, the young one. Um, comics, the world of comics has, has been changing. You know, Marvel. I don't know what's going on with Marvels these days. They're, they're getting all political. Um, a little little too, a little over the top politically correct. And a little too overt about it. Um, I don't know what to say about comics anymore. I'm going to keep trying to draw them. I'm going to keep doing my thing. I think people are doing more indie comics in a in a, in a kickstarted way, a kickstarted way, <laughs> and that's what I'm starting to look at too, uh, with Rage, and any more of my other comics is just, you know, have a you know raise some money to help me do them, do them, <laughs> so I had I can take more of the time out of my my day to do this stuff and, and uh, get them printed and get them done quicker. Have uh, you know, letterer go over and do the the word balloons and, and and the sound effects and all that. So, yeah, I'm looking at possibly doing a little Kickstarter this year, um, and maybe a little Kickstarter with one of my short films as well. Hambo's got some new equipment. I got a new camera um, with a long lens. It's you know not an amazing super duper Nikon or anything, but it's a Canon power shot, and I'm combining that with my zoom camera with my wide lens zoom camera for the audio I think it'll be decent I think it'll be decent the shorts I do and I just got to stick with them um, I'm gonna really double down on the things I love to do and I'm gonna just do my best and, and bring the most entertainment I can to these follow me comment on my wall reach out email me let me know what's going on what you like about the show um, I know I haven't dropped any comedy jokes in a while looking at going on stage um, hopefully this month or next for my comedy comeback and I'll keep you posted on that um, yeah yeah go to I think it's Hambo uh, go to podbean.com and type in Hambo or the Ham Palace you'll see my page come up the homepage for the podcast and you, you can leave a comment they, they might have you make an account or something just make a real easy password um because I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from you guys. Um, where are you from? How long you been listening? And um, yeah, any any more topics you want me to bring to the show? Um, 
but yeah, let's let's finish on a note of the first of the new year episode on another another song. So here I go. Long days and pleasant nights, everyone. Rest in peace, Eddie. Love you.